Hi, and welcome back to Ghosties. I'm Macy. And I'm Natalie. I almost said I'm Natalie. (laughs) (laughs) Well, the episode today will be a little different from our usual episodes um, as far as presentation style goes, but it it was one requested by one of you. So thank you so much. We will be talking about several different paranormal games. This was actually really, really, really scary to me reading through all of these. I don't know what it was about it, but this might have been one of the scariest episodes for me to research. I'm nervous. We haven't been doing a lot of scary ones except for sleep paralysis. That one freaked me out. Mm -hmm. Had a nightmare the night that we filmed it, but don't remember what it was, but I woke up just mad. (laughs) I was like, I knew it. I'm sorry we brought that upon you. (laughs) But these are all games you can play with friends or alone if you dare, which is the scarier part to me. I don't know. Um, They all have a paranormal or uh, ghostly element to them with the name paranormal games. Yes, I would hope pretty (laughs) self-explanatory there are so many to choose from online so if you ever have the time and want to waste it on this don't you can fall down a rabbit hole of just non-stop paranormal games and it feels like there's a new one invented every single day so i wouldn't mind doing another episode like this so after the end if you have enjoyed this comment down below let us know if you also want to hear about more paranormal games we can do another one There's that many. We could probably have an entire podcast dedicated to paranormal games, honestly. Also, while you're in the comments, let us know what your favorite episode is so far. We want to know. I was kind of thinking about it and I want to know what y'all like and enjoy and maybe kind of tailor our upcoming episodes to to more of what y'all enjoy because we're doing what we enjoy. Yeah. I don't make sure that you're watching and you also enjoy it. So what was your favorite? Honestly, probably the listener stories. Yeah. Those are my favorite. Suddenly I... Don't remember ever filming this. Um, (laughs) I like listener stories a lot. That's probably my favorite. And then besides that, I really liked our own personal stories. That was fun. That was early on, but Mm -hmm. feels like 17 years ago. But Galveston was fun because we actually took a little field trip. So that one was really fun. I I like the haunted places too. Mostly Mm -hmm. I like the research of the haunted places. I like to learn about them. All the history and stuff. I just generally like ones that we have like stories and like true stuff. I like those. Mm -hmm. Me too. But moving on, our tea today is from Republic of Tea again. It is blood orange spice. Ooh. I'm scared. It's it's looking a little funky. Did I choose this one? You did. I think I chose this one. Not from taste, just I went down the list online and just chose. Like That sounds right. Yeah. I chose that one because it said orange. And I was like, ooh, spicy. Not spicy. <laughs> Citrusy. <laughs> and then like I chose the pink chai because I was like, ooh, pink. So pink chai was a hit. It was very good. We'll, so we'll see. Let's go. of silence or our taste buds yeah that's pretty bad i did not like it no as bad as the ginger one no 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 (laughs) no no not as bad as that one but in that league definitely i don't know what it was about it it's just not it's not it for me so republic of tea did a great job we've hit its peak it's not here. I've never had those little orange chocolates before. You know what I'm talking about? Yes. It's a chocolate that's like shaped like an orange. Yes. Like the fruit. Yes. It's what I would imagine that's what that tastes like. I've never had one. Shaped like an orange, like the fruit. What other <laughs> orange would you be referring to? I don't know. It just sounded weird. But like the chocolate shaped like an orange. Yeah. And it comes in little slices. I th- yes. I think that's. Have you had that? No. But it's what it tastes like what I thought it would taste like. Yeah, exactly. So, so if you like those, this is 
great one for you yeah so i want to say that just because we don't like the teas and it's not our flavor doesn't mean it's not great for somebody else i mean obviously people like it yeah or else they wouldn't sell it but it's just not for us no we are more of the vanilla caramel yeah cupcakey type flavors anyways we can move on yeah. i just it's gonna sit there disappointing yeah but it's okay We've got plenty more to try. So as mentioned in the intro, paranormal games are just as they sound. Games you can play alone or with friends that have a spooky and supernatural element to them. Just ghostly. We talked about Bloody Mary before. That's a paranormal game. One of the games we all know and love. And it's just a great example of one of the most popular games or rituals. And it was on every single list that I went through, really. I don't like the term ritual. I know. It seems so real. That's what they really are to Uh, me. In my mind. Well, yeah, I mean. You're like summoning things. It's a ritual. Some people may disagree. Now, we can't guarantee that all of these games will work for you and give you the desired outcome. Or maybe not desired, but... Intended. Intended outcome, yes. Or even be haunting like they're supposed to be. They could just be duds. But regardless, they are creepy, to say the least, just to even read through and may cause terror within and outside of the game. Also... We want to start by giving a warning. Or I want to start by giving a warning. I guess I can't speak for both of us. No. A caution. Play these games at your own risk. Many of them may just be all fun and games for a little fright, like at a sleepover or something. But some of them may bring um, entities and a depth depth of evil that will leave a lasting effect on you. So. We will not be playing. So. No. Always pray for protection or take spirituality like protective measures against any evil before dabbling into anything like this anything supernatural in general really and never play these games if you have low vibrations or low inhibitions or just in a negative headspace overall that is like key number one to most of these games and as with anything paranormal you never know what you'll be coming across when you reach onto the other side so beware and if you ask our opinion these games like she said shouldn't not be played at all no so no, this but they're fun to talk about. More of a so. cautionary episode in my <laughs> mind after reading through all these. Take that as you will and um, we will pray for you. <laughs> so the first game we'll talk about today is the Midnight Game. It is a bit like Tag, but with much darker implications. It's rumored to have its roots in an ancient pagan ritual used as um, a punishment for those who went against their gods. Whether that's true or not, who knows? But what I do know is that this is one of the scarier and more concerning games I've come across. The object of the game is simple. Uh, you will be summoning the Midnight Man to play a game of tag in total darkness. No. If you're caught, though, it could be detrimental. What you need. A watch, candle and a candle holder, lots of matches, pen and paper, a pen, like a little like pen to prick your finger, Ooh. a wooden door, and salt. Pretty extensive list there. The most important thing about this game is to follow all of the rules carefully. Don't start the game unless you are willing to finish it to the end, and no matter what you might see or hear. Okay? I already hate it. So have your all of your supplies ready by midnight. If more than one person is playing, each person needs their own supplies and to do all of this for themselves. Write your full name with pen on a pe- on your piece of paper, prick your finger, and drop a drop or two of blood on your paper, allowing it to soak in. This is the invitation. Ew! Red flag number one. Make sure... That you have your invitation, candle, matches, and salt with you, and turn off all electronics and electricity in the home. Your phone and smartwatches, etc., should be off at all times while playing this game. Place the invitation in front of the closed wooden door, and at 11:59 p.m. exactly, 
light your candle and set it on top of the invitation. Then you are to knock 22 times on the wooden door, making sure that the 22nd knock happens at exactly midnight. At midnight, when your knocking is done, open the door and blow out your candle. After the flame is out, shut the door and immediately relight your candle. This is crucial. It has to be immediate. As soon as your candle is relit, begin moving around your house with nothing but candlelight to lead your way. You must not stop moving until the game ends at 3.33 a.m. And if you make it to 3.33 a.m., then you have beat the Midnight Man. Though there is no promise that he will go away forever. That's a risk you'll just have to take while playing this game. Who's the Midnight Man? Some kind of dark entity. Look, I mean, clearly. Also, I want to add, we are not giving you the instruction to go out and play this. No. I I want to make that very clear. I am not condoning any of this. I am not on the side of people playing these games. No. It scares me. And her listing that off just now, I was like, no. So, like I this said, this is informative. This is not instructional. Yes. Yes. This By is any informative. means. We thought it was interesting. One of you thought it was interesting enough to talk about. Proceed with caution. <laughs> yeah. Or don't proceed. Just don't listen. proceed. Yes. Please. Agreed. So, I want to reiterate again rule number one. Do not stay in place for longer than a few seconds or the Midnight Man will catch you in this, this just, game. This just sounds like a like a um like a prank to get people to exercise. It's like walk for three <laughs> hours. <laughs> Might be. Because like what? There are a few more rules though that you must abide by to avoid capture. If your candle flame goes out at any point between midnight and 3.33 a.m., you must relight it within 10 seconds. You have 10 seconds to get your matches out and relight it. If it can't be relit in those 10 seconds, immediately stop everything that you're doing, draw a circle of salt around yourself, and then once inside the circle of salt, do not move until the game is over at 3.33. <laughs> if you drop something outside the circle, it's it's gone. It's dead to you until the game is over. Don't move your body outside the circle. Don't let anybody else into your circle. Stay. Otherwise, he can catch up to you. It's a sea bear circle. <laughs> <laughs> a sea bear circle. <laughs> I'd like, I don't it know why I said it in a country accent, but <laughs> sea bear circle. Pretty much, yeah. Even any friends that you may see come upon you, mm -mm. they are not to enter your circle. And, and you can talk to them at 3.30. Oh. Don't trust anything that you hear or see until then. I hate this. Do not leave your home until the game has ended. Under no circumstances are you to leave. Otherwise, the game will continue. Until when? Until he wins. <gasps> Do not go to sleep at any point during the game. And above all else, do not, under any circumstances, let him catch you. So it says that you may sense his presence by a general feeling of panic and dread in, like deep within your, your gut. And you may experience a sudden drop in temperature after you've closed the door to start the game. And there's also a high probability of hearing whispers in the darkness oh. and knocks and thuds throughout the home as you play. And you'll be able to tell that he's near if the voices and banging get louder or if you begin seeing shadows out of the corner of your eyes, and you'll know he's right on you when or if your candle blows out. And that's Ooh. why you have to light it really quickly. <gasps> Legend says that if you're caught by the Midnight Man, then you could suffer horrific hallucinations of your greatest fears for an undetermined amount of time. One thing is for sure, whether he catches you or not, there's no guarantee that he won't remain in your home after being summoned. I don't like this. I don't like the using your blood. Mm-mm. That is too just much. too far. That feels like a contract. It's too much. Yeah, I don't like it. No. I hate everything about this one. That felt really dark to me. Don't play this game. No, please don't. But if you do, tell, tell us, us what happens. <laughs> <laughs> tell us what happens. But please don't. 
Our next game seems to have originated in Japan under the name Hitori Kakurimbo. Sorry. <laughs> it is known as One Man Hide and Seek. <laughs> it may be even creepier than it sounds, though. I know it is not pronounced like that. <laughs> Don't. H-I-T-O-R-I. Don't. Okay. It's okay. I don't know. I haven't watched enough anime to <laughs> know Japanese yet. The object of this game is to, once again, summon a spirit, but this time it will inhabit a doll and play hide and seek with you. Ooh. And as the name alludes, you must play alone. Which Why? by yourself makes it even spookier. Yeah. So what you need for this game? A doll and make sure you give this doll a name, but it can't be your name and try not to make it anybody you know. Scissors or something sharp, red thread and a needle. Uncooked rice to attract spirits. Because in some cultures, it's said that uncooked rice will can bring in spirits. I don't know the basis behind that, but... I buy it by the 50-pound bag. Well... I hate that. <laughs> I have a lot of uncooked rice uncooked rice on hand on the daily. So do I. Ugh. So do I. <laughs> don't like it. Hair and or nail clippings from yourself. Ew. A cup of salt water and uh, a bathroom and a TV. So it's best to, or they say they recommend to do this like in your house, which both of these in your home, like attracting mm -mm. spirits into your home. No, thank you. You go into the bathroom and cut the doll open, removing all of the filling from the doll. Restuff the doll with rice and put your, either your piece of hair or your nail clippings inside. Sew the doll back up with a red thread and with the leftover thread, wrap it around the doll to bind it. Fill the bathtub with water and then place the sewed up doll on the sink counter to go find your hiding spot. Put the cup of salt water and your scissors or sharp object on the floor in your hiding spot and don't hide anywhere that you could be stuck or cornered. Some say to purify the room with incense or pray over it before the game starts too. Unlock all of the doors in your home in case you need to make an emergency exit, but for emergencies only. Try not to leave. You can help it. At 3 a.m., go back to the bathroom and say out loud to the doll, doll name is the first it three times. Put the doll into the filled bathtub and turn all the lights in the house off and put your phone on do not disturb. Not using it again unless you need to call for help. Go to your hiding spot and turn the TV on. Close your eyes and count to 10. Take your sharp object back into the bathroom, remove the doll from the bathtub and say, I found you doll's name. Cut the red thread binding the doll to release the spirit within and say, you are the next it doll's name three times. The three times really too. Uh -huh. Place the doll back in the bathtub and run leaving your sharp object behind. Try to make it back to your hiding spot, to your cup of salt water, and remain silent, completely silent in your hiding spot. Don't move. After you've waited what you feel like is long enough, as long as you can handle, I guess, take a large mouthful of the salt water and hold it in your mouth. Don't swallow it. And now it's time to go search for the doll with the rest of the water in your hand. So keep make sure you bring the water cup too. The doll may not be in the bathroom at this point. So just keep on the lookout. I would go to the bathroom first though. Well, yeah. <laughs> Once you find the doll, hopefully still in the bathroom, pour the cup of salt water on it and then spit the remaining salt water onto the doll uh, and say, I win three times. Make sure the doll is dry, dry it up, burn it, and discard the remains. So what is the object of the game? The doll's not supposed to be in there? For the doll to find you. How does the doll find you? The spirit looks for you through the doll. And so how do you know if you're found? I don't get it. You know you're found if the doll finds you, if the doll happens upon you. So main rules do not turn on any lights or your phone while playing the game do not lock any of the doors of the house like i said do not leave your home unless for severe emergency do not under any circumstances make a sound if the tv flickers or turns off while you're hiding or makes any unusual noises it means the spirits are nearby 
and you should not leave your hiding spot at all unless you have the salt water in your mouth and in the cup. Do not let the game go on for more than two hours, otherwise the spirits could stay. And you must find the doll and and pour salt water on it before 5 a.m. If you can find the doll, too. Oh, my God. Do not attempt to abandon the game partway through. To do so would result in disaster. So that's it for that one? That's it. That one felt like voodoo-ish. I don't know much about like voodoo or anything like that other than what I've seen in but movies. But just so. using a doll and like putting yeah, personal like, items and stuff yeah, in it? Yeah. That yeah. felt that felt spooky. I didn't like it. I really don't. I don't like any of these. No, okay. I'll stop saying I don't like it because it's, it's implied. I hate it all. This was literally, writing this one was the most scared I've probably ever been. Like you're putting pieces of yourself in it that's what's making it so like real and scary yeah like if you were to just say that you were gonna like tell a doll like hey come find me like that's creepy but putting your nail clippings that's disgusting yeah piece of yourself mm -mm. don't like it not a fan this next game is like a hybrid of the previous two and it's super creepy to me the stakes in this game are extremely high but the reward is also great if you can get to it the object of this game is to play a version of hide-and-seek with an unknown entity. If you win, you may be granted one wish. That is, if the entity you encounter can be trusted in the first place. Probably not. What you need is matches, a bathroom, or a room with a mirror, and a watch. Mirror immediately, no. Mm-hmm. So you turn off all the lights and electrical devices and close all doors, cabinets, closets, and anything open that opens in the home. Make sure you are completely alone in the house or the building. If you have family or other people that live in your house... They can't return until sunrise. It has to be you and you alone. Kick everyone out? Yes. Okay. If you don't live alone, yeah. Starting at exactly 12.01, enter your bathroom and close the door behind you. Look into the mirror and wait. Nope. If you hear anything unusual, do not proceed. Stop the game immediately, leave the home, and go somewhere safe until sunrise. As you stare into the dark mirror, assuming you didn't hear something unusual... Think of something that you want. You must visualize it and think of nothing else. Light a single match and let it burn out. If you blow it out even by accident, leave immediately. Do not proceed and return at sunrise. If it takes less than 15 seconds for the match to burn out, same thing. Leave immediately. Stop what you're doing and go. Run. (laughs) Once the match has burned in 15 seconds or more, lie on the ground face up and say out loud, I don't even want to say this. What? I am aware of your presence. I welcome you into my home. Come now. You may also add the phrase, I welcome you in my presence, but not into my body. But there are no guarantees that added protection will work. Yeah, I don't like that you said that. No. That was scary. I rebuke you. No, that was really scary. Okay. Exit the bathroom immediately, closing the door behind you, and very quickly go to the biggest room in your home, also closing that door behind you. The object is just to keep all the doors closed. (laughs) (laughs) Wait here. You will hear a low moan or a slight rattling noise. Mm -hmm. This entity is known for rattling, like dry bones. (sighs) If you hear anything besides these two noises, do not proceed. Leave your home immediately, go to your safe place, and wait till sunrise. After hearing the noise, run. Run and hide very quietly somewhere in your home. A a hiding spot that you know you cannot be found in. This is very important (laughs) to this ritual or game. You must stay hidden and completely silent until 3 a.m., of course. Yeah. He must not see you, hear you, or catch you. If you make it to 3 a.m., return to the largest room in your house quietly, still trying to stay secret, closing the door behind you and say out loud, thank you for playing, but you must leave now. You are no longer welcome. Listen, and if you don't hear any form of acknowledgement from the spirit, repeat it until you do. You'll hear rattling or moan or something again. 
Now, if you can, go to sleep. Mm-mm. Your prize should show up in your life shortly after and never play this game again. No. <laughs> These are actually scary. Like when you were like, oh yeah, this is like a really scary episode. I was like, okay, whatever. This has given me like the creeps. I'm not enjoying myself right now. No, I'm sweating. Yeah. I'm like getting a little sweaty over here. Yeah. I'm just envisioning. No, yeah, same. Same. I think that's the point. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's the point of these games. I, I just don't like the actual using your words to summon it there. To say <laughs> you are welcome here. Yep. Nope. You should never welcome an entity like dry bones or, <laughs> or whatever into your home to come find you. These games will give you the scariest list of things to do and say and then it'll be it'll say something like the dust man and then it takes away from <laughs> yeah. the whole like creep factor because it's like oh my god and then what the dust man and it's like <laughs> oh. okay yeah, yeah so that's kind of like in scary movies when you're anticipating like it's building up building up building up and then it shows you the the creepy crawly and you're just like, like it looks like an I'm ant that yeah anymore yeah yeah, that's always a letdown. That's why I like psychological thrillers better mm -hmm. because it's never you never actually see anything. Agreed. I'm not a um, a visual horror person at all. Yeah, there's a way that some people claim that you're able to speak with the shadow side, and it's in the form of the Three Kings ritual. I've actually heard of this one before. This it sounds familiar, but I don't know what it is. This one is scary to me because it is yet another game involving mirrors and summoning. Ugh. But this time you spend the entire game sitting in front of these mirrors. Which is just worse for me. Terrible. Terrible. I avoid mirrors. We've already discussed it. The object of the game is ultimately to get answers from beings in another realm. Though, again, are you able to trust these people? No. Things? No. N no, probably not. That remains a question. What you need. So you have a principal player who is of sound, um, sound mind, mentally, emotionally, spiritually, high vibrations, everything. And a partner. A large, quiet, empty room. It has to be completely empty. A pack of candles, a lighter, a bucket of water, a mug or a cup, electric fan, two large mirrors, three chairs, an alarm clock, a fully charged cell phone for both players, a place to sleep, like a bedroom, and a small object of sentimental value, usually from your childhood. Jesus, okay. Yeah, you said the last one was like, or, or one of the other ones was a lot of things. That's this is a lot of things. So you begin at 11 p.m. Do not begin if your partner is not present or briefed on their role. Your partner should remain in the home for the entire duration of the game. And if your if your designated room has windows, cover or block them completely um, just to make it as dark as possible in there. Place one chair facing north in the center of the designated room. So you need a compass apparently too. <laughs> this chair will be your throne. Place the other two chairs on either side of the throne facing it at an arm length, arm's length away. These will be your queen's chair and your fool's chair. They should be at a 90 degree angle from you. I already don't like that you said throne. That reminds me of uh, Hereditary. I mm. haven't finished that movie. One of the scariest movies I've ever seen in my life. Probably, possibly the scariest. I don't know what it is about it. It just got me. And I love scary movies. Finish it. Please. I the don't know. ending. I was at I was at our cousin's house sleeping there. Uh, I slept over on the couch and I was like, hmm, I haven't seen this movie. I watch it. Alone? No, alone. <gasps> All by myself in a house that I had never slept in, out in the living room. That's horrible. So, yeah, I turned it off and was like, sleep, go to sleep, go to sleep, go to sleep. <laughs> I could not. I could not. No, that one gets me. That one gets me bad. I keep wanting to watch it, but I'm I'm scared. You should. I'm scared. You should. 
That and Midsummer. Oh, I that one just summer either. That one just turned my stomach and was just like there were some like some scenes where I was just like, oh, I don't know. I, I heard know, it was just one. really really creepy. It's creepy, but it didn't scare me like Hereditary did. Hereditary scared me because it was like, <laughs> just watch it. See, just I think that I know what happens. You but don't. Then, yeah. Then I've heard people say, no, you don't. Because the whole time you're thinking it's about like the girl, right? Like yeah. the, the little, like the clicking sound she does with her tongue that's like on the trailer. And I was like, oh, it's just this girl. She's like possessed. Please watch it. Maybe one day. Please watch it When soon. I'm not so scared. Not soon. I will come over and watch it with I'll you. I'll watch it when you watch The Office. The Office will take several weeks. This will take a couple of hours. Please, I'll literally come over and watch it with you. But moving on. So you place one of the mirrors on the queen's chair and one on the uh, on the fool's chair. So remember, there's three chairs. Mm-hmm. The mirrors should be perpendicular to the chairs, uh, chair seats and facing both each other and you. So the way they're set up, they should be looking at each other and you at the same time. Okay. Like you're all kind of in a, like a circle. Circle-ish. Yeah. Okay. And you shouldn't have to turn your head or move side to side to be able to see them like you should be able to look straight ahead and be able to see out of your peripheral vision place the bucket of water and the mug in front of you or just out of reach of your chair and place the fan behind your throne set it to medium or low but never high and turn it on keep it there make sure it's stationary not oscillating leave the room but keep the door open go to your chosen sleeping spot set the candles lighter alarm clock and cell phone next to your bed make sure your phone is charging and your partner's phone is charging and set the alarm clock for 3 a.m. Turn the lights off, hold your object of sentimental value, climb into bed, and sleep. When you wake up at 3 a.m., when the alarm clock goes off, turn off the alarm, but do not turn on the lights. Keep it dark. Keep a hold of your little power object that you have and pick up your phone. Light one candle and return to the dark room. You must be seated in your throne by 3.33 a.m., of course. Do not proceed if your cell phone didn't charge, if your alarm clock didn't go off at exactly 3 a.m., if you approach the dark room and find the door closed, Ooh. if you approach the dark room and find the fan turned off, or if you are not seated by 3.33 a.m., abort mission. If all of those happen, leave. Okay. If you didn't encounter any of those red flags, head to the room, take your seat, and do not look directly at either of the mirrors. Don't let your candle blow out and use your body to protect it from the fan. Keep your eyes focused at the darkness in front of you. And again, do not look at the mirrors. Don't look at the candle. Nothing. Just straight ahead. Should you have any questions you wish to ask, you may ask them now. So the door's shut. You're in there by yourself. Where's your partner at? Outside the door. Okay. Waiting for you. Okay. So if you ask these questions, you may or may not receive a response. And if you do, your response will come from a direction of one of the mirrors. Still, do not turn to look. I know it'll, it'll be tempting. Keep looking straight ahead. Any answer received should be taken with a proverbial grain of salt, though, because one of these mirrors is a queen, like we said, and one is the fool. And any, any message coming from the fool is obviously... <laughs> not to be taken seriously mm-hmm. but you'll, you don't know which one it is the fool is a liar and you're not sure which one it is okay there's no like the right is the queen the left is the fool like oh okay yes also to note every site that i read said you are a fool either a fool or a queen to these mirrors too Ooh. which i thought was interesting that's like mind mind tricky it made me think like what if you're like looking into a or not looking but like accessing some kind of alternate dimension Oh, we and know like everyone's doing it at the same time. I've already told you I can't discuss different dimensions or different time. Like I can't because okay. it's too much. It's just too much for me brain. to think about at this point of my life. 
Okay, well then back to the game. <laughs> Give me time. You remain in your throne till 4.34 a.m. So you can ask questions at time. You can just sit and meditate. You can do whatever you want, but things may talk just back to you. Oh. At this time, your partner should call out your name to end the game from behind the door. Should this fail, your partner will call your cell phone. That's why it needs to be totally charged. But in some cases, the phones die, like while you're in that room. So if that doesn't work, as the last like fail safe, they should come in and without touching you, like toss some water from the bucket on you with the cup. So are you just kind of like in a trance like? Yeah. Ooh. Yes. I don't like this at all. If you are not waking up by the water, something in you will say like it's time to go back because you're like hearing all this. You use your sentimental object as your your guiding light almost to, to lead you back to your like steady life. That's freaky. But remember, if any of these things happen, if your candle is to blow out because you're moved for some reason, the, um, the fan will blow out your candle and it'll awake you. Oh. You must leave. And oh. when you leave, you get out of the house, you and your partner, and you do not come back until 6 a.m. Very, like, strict timeline on all these games. Yes, better safe than sorry. Yeah, yeah, I can see that. So any last thoughts on the Three Kings? I'm, it, it's giving me, like, insidious vibes. Like, don't they go into their dreams or whatever? You know what I'm talking about? Isn't that the... Yeah, I'd like, yes, yes, where they astral project and stuff. Yeah, yeah, that's what it's giving me. It's giving me kind of, like... Like you get into a trance. What yeah. I don't like is the mirrors because they are like portals. And then we said in our Bloody Mary episode, like if you place two mirrors facing each other, like where they can see each other, mm -hmm. it kind of Opens. becomes this, yeah, open portal. Oh, I just got chills. Yeah. I don't like to talk about mirrors. So okay. let's move on. Our last game creeps me out for different reasons than previous few. And I don't know, this might be one of the scarier ones to me and it might not be for you, but it definitely is for me because... We've mentioned that we grew up in a very rural town. Not only did we grow up in this rural town, but we grew up like 50 miles down a long dirt road. Oh, yeah. So anytime we wanted to leave our house or like, <laughs> I mean, it wasn't that long. Anytime we wanted to leave our house or, or come home from town, it would take us five to 10 minutes, depending on how fast we were driving, just to get off of the dirt road. Mm -hmm. So we lived down trees, winding through like pastures and Dark. darkness just dark yes yep. and it, i always got so scared i mean obviously reasons animals like jumping mm -hmm. out in front of you that happened frequently the thought of like the the light kind of seeping in the moonlight seeping in through the trees just outside of your headlights and i don't know just any shadow any movement in the trees beside you you're just like just get home just this get home just get home out. and that's i think that's why this one scared me the most is because it hit a nerve oh yeah Oh man, I don't like this. I avoid driving on the roads back home in any kind of darkness because I'm still scared. It just, it's something in me. I don't know how I did it when I was in high school after you and Kayla were both gone and yeah. it was just me. I mean, obviously we had, or I had our little brother, but like he was small, a small child. And not out late at night. Yeah, no. I don't know how I did it. I would literally turn on music as loud as I possibly could and, and I stared straight ahead going <sighs> and I then would, I would put my car in park and just oh, book it we had to the this door. conversation you wrecked your car into our dad's car <laughs> because you were so scared driving I down did. that dirt road I did. so yeah I feel that I never wrecked but yeah I feel that I did. hardcore Twice. I don't I don't know how we me and my friends used to go back roading just late at night we would drive up and down these dark dirt roads. See, but that was fun because you wanted to be like scared because everybody's together and it's like, yeah. ooh. 
I yeah. guess, yeah, but but in now, the back of my mind, I don't know. Now I've gotten scared as I got older. Oh, me too, because I <laughs> just I would not do that. I don't have the invincible mindset. I know yeah. that bad things happen, so now I'm like, oh, no. But yeah, I and wanted weird, to be scared. Weird things happen down that dirt road too. Very weird things. Yep. But the object of the eleven mile road, which oh. is our last game, <gasps> I've heard about this. One. Have you? It's spooky. I, I didn't finish it. Was, I was watching like a TikTok video about it. And I didn't finish it because it scared me. It's spooky. Oh. The object of the game is to travel down a ghostly path in the woods and once again be granted a wish. What you need is one person only. This is only one person. It won't work if you have more than one person in the vehicle. A car or if you dare a motorcycle. Oh, no. Though you will be open to anything that you come across down that road. Oh, no. A strong, strong wish and a long rural road you begin your drive at night when there is little to no drivers on the road so you don't really want to come across anybody you find a back road inside dense woods and the road must lead through the woods once inside the woods keep driving until your intuition tells you that you found the 11 mile road so you'll just know by a gut feeling you just stay alert keep your mind open and suddenly like the stories i read you just know you're like this is the turn i'm getting chills and you turn down the road i'm having visions of oh god of our home uh-huh. yeah same before entering the road you can either drive ahead or you can stop and take a moment because this is your last chance to turn around enter if you dare once you start driving down you cannot turn back do not listen to music or turn on the radio do not open your doors or windows do not stop the car no matter what you hear or see inside or outside <gasps> of your car no do not use your phone or any other device in the car and do not drive faster than 30 miles per hour. I think that's more of a safety precaution. (laughs) So with each mile, it will test your desires and show you something either related to your wish or to try to get you to turn around. Mm -hmm. But keep driving until you get the end of the road. Do not turn around. Do not stop, no matter what. At mile one, nothing will usually happen. Sometimes it gets cold, so you can turn the heat on, but nothing else can be touched in your car. Mile two, same thing. It'll get really cold. A lot of people said that it's just freezing in their car. So turn the heat on. You might want it for later. At mile three, you may begin seeing movement around you, shadows in the trees and things like that. Ignore it. Look ahead and keep driving. Do not take your eyes off the road. At mile four, same as mile three, but this time with voices. Oh. You must ignore the whispers at all costs, even if they're inside your car. At mile five, you'll see the trees around you start to vanish, or some do anyway. And sometimes a lake will appear and the bright moon will glow. Ignore it. Keep going. Don't stop to admire. Don't even look out your windows. Just keep driving. At mile six, the trees will return and the stars will disappear. It'll be total darkness. Your headlights may flicker at this point. Ignore Mm -hmm. that. Keep going. Ignore anything your radio tells you because sometimes it'll turn on by itself and strange things will come from the radio. Stop. Keep driving. Don't attempt to fix it. Don't turn off the radio. Nothing like that. I know something really scary. No. I might have said it on the pod before. After I saw Hereditary, saw it late, late at night. I was driving home on said dark road that we lived on. The longest stretch Mm -hmm. possible, actually, is what I was driving on by myself. 2 to 3 a.m., by the way. Fast as I could. Eyes peeled. Scared to death. Radio up. I hit the deepest, darkest part. Radio cuts off no wouldn't turn back on the whole rest of the ride home i am already late for curfew told mom like i'm sorry like please can i just stay out we want to watch a late movie and she was like fine but don't you wake me up when you get home which you know she always stayed awake until we were home yeah but she was actually asleep 
I'm calling her. Please, please pick up. No service. No music. Nothing. Darkness. And I'm just going... <sighs> the whole rest of the that ride. so scary. Crying. And then I'm trying to call Ryan because he was awake because that's who I just saw the movie with. Not answering. Already at home. In the shower. It was so scary. And then I call mom. Finally, I get service like right as I'm Why pulling up. Why didn't you call up. me? I don't know. It was like 3 a.m., 2 a.m. And I'm not going to call you on a random night. You have work. It was... It was the summer for me. I was a kid. And okay. so you had work. And so as soon as I get in the driveway, I finally get service. I'm like, mom, please come outside. She's like, no. I bet she I was, was like, mad at you. Please open the door. So scared. Okay, sorry. Get back into oh, okay. this. Okay. Thank you for the intermission here. I think I needed it. I was getting a little creeped out. I know. Also, I you are like too. beneath your knees. Because I'm scared. <laughs> you are sunken in so deep. It is cracking me up. I don't like things that feel too real to me. They hit home. Yeah, this. I think that's why this one really scared me. Okay. At mile seven, keep ignoring the voices. A lot of people hear them coming from their back seat. <gasps> At mile eight, slow down. Don't stop. Break if your headlights flicker. Don't stop. No matter how cold it gets, no matter what you see, it's just imperative that you keep going. By mile nine, your vehicle may stall. <gasps> if it stalls, close your eyes and do not open them. No. Do not open them until your car can start again. <laughs> keep trying oh and keep your eyes locked shut. As soon as it starts again, you can open your eyes, but punch the gas and get out of there looking straight ahead. Don't look out the windows. At mile 10, don't look in your mirrors at this point. Just trust me. At mile 11, your last mile, your vehicle may lose power, but don't press the brakes. Let it keep keep coasting. If you see a red light ahead, close your eyes tightly as you approach this red light. You must not look, no matter what you hear, no matter what you feel, because sometimes you may feel touching mm -mm. in your car. No matter what temperature suddenly turns in your car, don't look. Keep your eyes shut. You can only open your eyes once the power is back on in your car and keep driving. After mile 11, you'll reach a dead end and only then can you stop your car. Once there, you can relax, close your eyes, and imagine your deepest desires. Open your eyes, and if your wish was an object, you can check your pocket if it's small enough, your back seat, or even your trunk. It may be mm -hmm. in there. If it is non-material, just return to life as normal and be patient because your wish should come true. After you've made your wish, some people find themselves back at the beginning of the 11-mile road. Now you can go home, or you can risk it again and take the trip. No. No. Uh-uh. Go home. I say go home. I say don't even don't do it. happen upon the 11 mile road. That's it. That's it. Well, I, I have a story if you want to hear it. Like someone's experience on the 11 mile road. Okay, because the first part of what you were saying, I saw like I think most of it on TikTok. But when I got to a certain mile, I said no. And I kept going. I so that freaked me out i'm sorry i didn't i didn't know that you had already rejected this story <laughs> yeah because it was so personal it yeah. just felt so real i am i don't think i would do anything for a wish no like that anything like that nope nothing nothing paranormal nothing spooky if i can't get it through my own means or prayer yeah. it's not happening mm -mm. it's not meant to be nope i'm good i'm not messing with that i agree What's the story? All right. I feel sick. So this one is titled, I played the 11 mile road game and here's what happened. Mile one, it took about 15 to 20 minutes of feeling absolutely nothing before all of a sudden I had this overwhelming feeling that I was there. At that point, I was at a sharp turn in the middle of the woods and I knew that when I turned that corner, that was it. The ritual would start. I did not feel a pull forward. I wanted so badly to turn around, but I just went. I just drove. 
Trust your gut, man. <laughs> For real. At first, I felt no change, but right as I was coming onto the second mile, the temperature seemed to plummet. I checked the paper I wrote the rules on and turned the heater up. Mile two, I find myself reaching to turn the heater on full blast. It is cold. And that's all. It's just cold. Nothing else seemed to be out of order. Mile three. I see one person walking along the right side of the road with a backpack. This looked to me like an actual human, though the fact that I was traveling along a desolate road in the middle of nowhere does strike me as odd. However, this person never looked at my car. He appeared in the rearview mirror and appeared to be playing on his phone. He looked very real and very normal and very unbothered. Besides this, I saw nothing. Mile four. This is where it got weird for me. I started to really fear the situation for the first time and as i drove past a small clearing from the trees i swear i thought i heard a fist hit my window <gasps> and the sound of someone shouting my name oh my god it was as if it was right outside the window i have no explanation for this except for in this case that my imagination was running wild at this point either way i was shaking and involuntarily speeding <laughs> I considered turning around, but I just kept driving. Nothing crazy happened during mile five, actually. It was during mile five that I was able to take a breath and calm myself down. So lucky. Mile six. Nope. Nope, nope, nope. I will never do that game or ritual again. My headlights shut off a total of three times. I slowed down, but did not stop. The road was so curvy, and it was the worst time for the lights to mess up. The last time they went off, I actually thought they had burnt out. They must have been off for at least a minute straight. I barely saw anything, just the yellow double lines, and I went with that. I almost had to stop when I thought I could see someone standing in the middle of the road, but at the last second, my lights came on, and at the same moment, my radio started blasting an AM channel. This is said to happen, but I don't know if I possibly hit a button on my steering wheel. I forgot I wasn't supposed to turn off the radio, and I turned it off. I wonder if this affected the rest of the trip. Mile 7 Nothing happens. He needed that reprieve after seeing a ghostly shape in the middle of the road. Mm -hmm. I just drive and hear something hit my car. An acorn or something, I hope. Mile 8, nothing happens, but I'm scared at this point and I have tears in my eyes. The fear is so intense and I feel as though I am being intently watched. It felt as if someone was right behind my ear, looking at me and waiting for something. I kept waiting to hear someone start screaming. Oh my god. Mile 9. My car stalls. Mm -mm. Yep, it happened. The one thing I thought, that won't happen. Oh, baby. <laughs> I close my eyes as tight as I can as per instructions of the rule, and I am screaming. I keep trying to start my car, and finally it starts, and I take off. I don't know if anything else happened. I just started going, screaming the whole time. <laughs> I didn't see anything, but I swear I heard laughing at some point. Mile 10. I'm still freaking out. I'm crying, but I don't see or hear anything. I was pretty much just trying really, really hard to convince myself that this was all just a coincidence and random. There was actually nothing to be afraid of. Okay. Mile 11, I see a red light, but like a literal traffic light. Still, I close my eyes because I'm honestly not sure if this counts. I keep my eyes closed until I can see the red glow behind my eyelids. I stop, and I only stop because I felt like I was supposed to. When I opened my eyes, I felt like I hadn't experienced any fear. Like I hadn't heard or seen anything. I felt fine, if not great. It was so strange. I closed my eyes, made my wish, and as it wasn't a physical thing, I immediately turned my phone on and routed myself home. It's been just about 18 hours since, but I'm still waiting to see what happens. We didn't get an update? No if he got his wish? Either. No. Oh my, that feels like such a ripoff. I wish you wouldn't have even told me the story. I'm sorry. I thought we were going to get some proof. No proof. Well, okay, so a little proof because all of the things happened. That's or really most of the things happened. 
That is sick. I hate that a lot. I have a headache. This That freaked me out really bad. Yeah, I wasn't keen on this episode. Yeah, I just I'm don't scared like... scared the whole time. I just don't like driving alone in general. Yeah. So, this freaks me out a lot. Thank you. That's why I saved it for last. Thank so you. So we could end on pure terror. Perfect. <laughs> Next time you ask me to come to your house at night. Never again. No. Okay, that's fine. So those are the paranormal games. They were terrible. They were terrifying. I hated this. Again, I don't mean, do this. Yes. I Any love, of them. I loved this, but I, I was scared the whole time. And yes, like you said, we do not recommend that you play these games. Even if they're not real. And a lot of... Some of these, I think, had their origins with like things like creepypasta mm -hmm. and stuff like that. But either way, even if it's not real, I don't, I don't see how going to a mirror and welcoming a spirit into your home is ever a good idea. Just don't. Even if it's a nice spirit. You don't know. No. You don't know. So don't drop your blood on a piece <laughs> of paper with your name signed on it either. That's... Welcoming a spirit into your home. But yeah, that was horrifying. Please don't play these. <laughs> Please don't play these. These are not good. These all seem really evil to me. Yeah, me too. None of it felt fun. It all no. just felt dark. And even if you get your wish, like if, you, if you're if you going to do this for your wish, at what cost? Because I don't feel like winning a game will satisfy, will satiate an entity like this. Yeah. So at what cost are you willing to, to pay for a wish like this? Nothing is free. This is where we'll leave you. We appreciate you taking the time to listen to us. Don't forget to rate and review if you're listening on podcast and leave a comment. Remember to let us know what kind of episodes you like. If you like something like this or if you prefer maybe our haunted locations, anything like that. We know listener stories is like number one for us. So we'll never stop doing that. Sure. Um, follow us on Instagram at Ghosties Pod. We're also on Facebook too. If you have Facebook and you prefer there, we're over there at Ghosties Pod. And you can DM us or you can email us your stories um, any paranormal stories you have at ghostiespod at gmail.com. And we are constantly putting together <laughs> listener stories episodes. So keep an eye out for those. We're so excited to be going on this adventure with you guys. And we'll see you next Monday. Goodbye. Bye.